providing inspiration and community for women in business of Middle Tennessee. This is Powered by Her with Tiffany Welcome to Powered by Her. I am Tiffany Anton, and I am your host. If you are new here, welcome. Um, today it's just me, which is not does not happen very often. Today is our hundred and ninth episode, which kind of means something to me. It's not really something that most people acknowledge, but I do have a tattoo. Um, I'll post on social media um, that has the, the number hundred and nine on on my tattoo, and it is in honor of my niece Josephine, who was born eight years ago now. It's just shaped so much of who I am and what I've gone through in the past eight years. I just thought that for a 109th episode, you know, I'm, I'm a big celebration kind of person. So 50 episodes, we have a huge party, 100 episodes, I have our first male guest on. And so I thought for our 109th, I would take some time and help our listeners um, understand a little bit more into me and a little bit more into kind of what drives me and how I'm motivated. And so I'm going to start kind of by telling a, a little bit of the story about Josie and Josie was is my sister's firstborn child she was in her late 30s when she got pregnant had always wanted to be a mom my sister has even said she got a college degree but she didn't really all she wanted to do was be a stay-at-home mom and and raise kids life had kind of taken some twists and turns with my sister and so in her late 30s she was finally pregnant and she had this a relatively normal pregnancy Josie was born at the end of May right away we could tell there were health issues and so she was very sick within 12 hours she received blood and platelet transfusions she stayed in the original hospital she was born in for about a week 10 days and then she was transferred to the Detroit U of M Children's Hospital and so she was transferred to a NICU and she had a couple surgeries there major surgeries digestive intestinal surgery um, a heart surgery and she was able to go home at some points during that time eventually in August she um, lost her battle at 109 days old. And so to me, that 109 means something and matters a lot. My sister, when you're kind of faced with tragic situations or more difficult situations, you can kind of take them and make lemonade or you can fold and you can say, poor me, look at what has happened to me. And my sister kind of led the charge of our family of let's make lemonade out of these lemons. And so I'm going to take a second and read the words of Josephine that her father had written and we read this at her funeral. So I'm going to read this for you right now and then we'll talk a little bit more afterward. I had to make a quick and lasting impact as I knew my time on earth would be short. You see, God had chosen me. It's not very common to be asked of such a thing by God at such a young age, but I was up to the task. My first and perhaps my biggest surprise was when the doctors delivered me. It wasn't easy for my mom to go through labor for 22 hours. Nothing I was about to do would be easy. But if you know my mom, you know that if anyone could do it, it was her. As my dad was about to mutter the words, his name is Thomas Allen Pesta, the umbilical cord flopped to the side and he could clearly see that I wasn't a boy after all. From this moment forward, I would go by Josephine Carey Pesta. You should have seen the look on my dad's face. Better yet, you should have seen the look on my mom's face when my dad told her as such. The next six hours or so, I let my mom and dad hold me. We watched the Tigers play their last real good game against the Oakland A's before they went on to lose a bunch of games in a row. Sorry, Mom and Jaja, this wasn't going to be their year. 
My dad, having gone through this a few times with my brothers, picked up on my plan pretty early when he kept suggesting to the doctors that something may be wrong. The thing is, nothing was wrong with me at all, for I had a plan, remember? The good team of nurses and doctors took me to the NICU and quickly found that I was really low on blood platelets. There are thousands of people in the world who have this problem, and unfortunately, there are shortages of platelets at the blood banks, and I needed to make sure people were aware of this. Mom and Dad quickly responded by putting the word out on social media and threw a blood drive at Dad's work. People came out in record numbers and lives were being saved. Check. After a couple weeks at DMC, Mom and Dad knew it was time for me to go to the University of Michigan Children's Hospital. I needed to be further diagnosed with Noonan syndrome, a digestive issue, and a heart defect. Again, given my short timetable, I also knew I needed to have a bigger presence, so I whispered to my dad, hashtag Josie Strong. My Aunt Tiff quickly made a page for me on Facebook where over 100,000 people read my stories and updates. Check. After a couple days at U of M, I went through my first surgery. I'm not going to lie, it wasn't easy. It was hard to look at my parents and see the worry on their faces. It's only natural to worry about such things. The unknown can be a scary thing. Prior to my coming here, mom and dad, along with people from all over the world, worry about things. Some are silly things like money. Others are more serious like food. But if you put your faith in the Lord, everything will be all right. So I recovered from my surgery just fine, and it really helped my parents to put things into perspective. Check. It was time to start meeting others in my family. I was really excited to meet my brothers, Logan, Brody, and Max. My parents didn't come from the typical family setting, and my brothers weren't in one either. Their time together as one is limited, but when they are together, they love and play with such innocence most of the time. My dad says, boys, it's my job to make sure you feel loved, safe, and let's have fun. Logan, Brody, and Max, when you held me in your arms, I felt loved, safe, and I had fun. I know you will all go on to do great things and that the three of you will forever be best friends. Perhaps you can do our moms and your dad a favor, though, and do what they say on maybe like the second time they ask instead of the third, fourth, or fifth. I have a lot of family, actually. I'm part Polish, and family gatherings are typically the size of a high school reunion. The togetherness you all showed over the last few months, along with the support of my mom and dad, is the basis of what families are supposed to be all about. Blended or otherwise, families stick together for the greater good. We don't get caught up in minor details, and when we do, we remember that we called upon were there for each other. In order to meet my family and friends to remind them of this, I needed to have a few scares in the hospital. This wasn't going to be easy, but nothing in life worth having rarely is. Check. After about 65 days or so in the hospital, I needed a breath of fresh air. You've all heard the saying, stop and smell the roses. Well, after we all spent countless hours sitting in the hospital, managing work schedules and other obligations, my parents took me on a trip up north to a cabin on a lake. It was God's country. My mom had a hard time staying in the moment as she was worried about my upcoming heart surgery. But when she finally did, we watched an amazing thunderstorm for hours. We let the wind blow on our faces and the sun kiss our cheeks. We were thankful to all be together as one family and appreciated the opportunity to do so. So I say to all of you, capture these moments with the ones you love. God created this earth for us to enjoy its natural wonders, experience the tight lines of fish, the waves and currents of water, the sun, the rain, the clouds, and the hunt. 
Experience these things by yourself, with a stranger, or with a friend. Check. Of course, my heart surgery and the recovery took a lot longer than expected. I needed more time to capture what is meant for others, to know what a blessing it is to have good health and to do something bigger than you. I felt all of your prayers and the sacrifice you made to be there for my parents. We can do this on a daily basis for all things, big or small, by holding a door for another person, making a meal for somebody, giving a ride, or letting someone pass you by because they need to be somewhere faster than you are a few examples of everyday kindness. The bottom line here is to do something bigger than yourself. Check. Now comes the hard part. I couldn't think of a better way to go than to be in the arms of God than by leaving this earth in the arms of my dad. Mom, you were always by my side. This needed to go through dad. However, just because I'm gone doesn't mean you are no longer my mom. In fact, in all the things God asked me to do, as explained above, I did through you. Your strength, selflessness, and love are exactly what life is all about. I will live through you, and I will be by your side as you were by mine. Be not afraid, for I am in a better place, and in one day you'll see me again. Love, Josephine. So that was the eulogy. Hopefully, um, I got through it without tears, and so hopefully, um, listening, you're feeling hopeful. I think that there are times that we go through hard things, and knowing that there's a bigger plan is part of that. I wanted to take the time today to recognize, first of all, that it's our 109th episode, but also that in the four years that we've been doing Powered by Her, producing podcasts and coming up with content and creating, um, figuring out who to, what guests to have on, and I personally have struggled at times of what's my why? Why am I doing this? Why am I putting this out there? Is this valuable? Is this worthwhile? And at the end of the day, I think that it's the audience. It's the women of our community. My dad tells me it's not just women. He listens to. So the women and men that relate. I've had men come up to me and say the episode that we did on single parents was really relatable to them. And so that's why I keep doing it. I keep going. I think there's something inside of me on the because of the journey that I went through with Josephine that encourages me to be an encourager of, of others. And so I find that putting out this podcast is my way to kind of do something bigger than myself and encourage people to do something bigger than our, yourselves. With Lisa, we talked, we, we, every time Lisa comes on, Lisa Yurk comes on, we always talk about service and how your brain just lights up when you're serving others. And that component of serving others is a way to do something bigger than yourself, do something that impacts your family or your community or your job, or maybe people you don't even know. Earlier this year in our, our 100th episode, we we announced that we are starting a mentoring program in Kenya and I'm not making any money off of that program. That is something that I just feel in my heart was kind of the right things fell into the right place at the right time and I felt really connected with Joyce and the girls in her village and I had no idea even the struggles and the strife that they go through and how my presence and my encouragement impacts their lives. I'm excited about 2024 and I'm excited to see what the Powered by Her Kenya program will do. I'm excited to see how we can impact the women of our community, whether it's encouraging and, and, and 
empowering to start your own business or grow your own business or just kind of deal with things in a better way and and feel like you're not so alone. In the last year, we've kind of pivoted with what Powered by Her looks like and how it's been going. And I have received a lot of feedback and I've loved hearing what this is doing for you. I want people to understand that Powered by Her in general, I don't make any money off of Powered by Her either. This is not that I'm promoting a business that I have. This is truly something from the heart that I do. I show up every week and record these podcasts and put put myself out there because I hope that you find this relatable. I want to say thank you to all of our listeners and all that you've done over the last five years. And I want to encourage you that if you find that you're relating to episodes, it helps us tremendously when you like, you share, you comment, and you help us expand this podcast to a greater community so that we can do even more good in in the future so this is not really this is not the last episode of the season but it's kind of a wrap up for me it was just a good number for me to kind of sit down and I started season four I think we're we're counting this on um I started season four as an a solo episode by myself and I'm I'm we have one more episode next week with Dr. Helen Hunt and we're talking about goal setting and so hopefully you come back and listen to that but we're kind of wrapping up season four and and saying thank you to all the people that we've been connected with all the audience that we've had and I just really appreciate everything you've done all the ways that you've gotten involved and if you're feeling like I really wish I could do more I want to encourage you that doing something bigger than yourself is not always going out and raising a hundred thousand dollars or I was at a benefit with Flint Global our partner for the Power by Her Kenya initiative and they raised a million dollars in one night And that's incredible, but that's not the only way that you can do something bigger than yourself. Sometimes it's just spending 15 minutes at the blood bank and donating blood that will help somebody else have time with a loved one. Sometimes it's volunteering at a soup kitchen, and sometimes it's something that people don't even know. Maybe it's just that you've donated to Toys for Tots or or whatnot. It's just making sure that you're living the purpose of your life. And I think as I've gone through this process and developed Powered by Her into what it is today and who knows in four or five years from now what it's what it is going to be and what it's going to look like. But I'm just so thankful that I understand the purpose of why I am part of this, why I get to drive the ship, I, I like to say sometimes. But I, I really do feel like this is a community for inspiration. I'm honored to be able to be doing something bigger than myself and to be part of your community as well. So I truly appreciate all the listeners that we've had. I truly appreciate you listening to our 109th episode. And so the do something bigger than yourself is something that my family really lives in that base. And I hope that I can encourage you to do something bigger than yourself, whether it's today or next week or in the next coming year. I really encourage you to do something bigger than yourselves. If you want to know more about Powered by Herd, head over to poweredbyherd.com. Join the community, support the cause, and we'll see you next week.